Say, do you have challenges in your life? Maybe difficulties in relationships, at work, or in your marriage, or with your kids? Who doesn't, right? Or maybe you have traumas from the past that just won't go away. Then you're in the right place. Welcome to the Goodbye Past Hello Purpose podcast, where we provide wisdom, insight, and tools to help you overcome life's challenges and live a life of joy. I'm your host, Debbie Kaminsky, a speaker, author, and coach. Now sit back, turn up the volume, and join us because you don't want to miss what's up next. Hello, listeners. This is Debbie Kaminsky with Goodbye Past Hello Purpose. Hope you're having a great day. Hey, I've got some good information for you today from Natalie Raymond. Did I say that right? It's Raymond, but that's okay. It's what? Raymond. Like the Raymond. Oh, what's that show with Raymond on it? Something yeah, about Raymond. Everybody loves Raymond. Everybody loves him. <laughs> that's you. It's Natalie Raymond, and she's the Chief Business Development Officer for Multi Business Solutions. You might remember that I recently interviewed uh, Megan Beckler about. Um, the accounting side of things and a little bit about stepping out when you're an entrepreneur and hiring a team, what that looks like. So this is Natalie now, and she has diverse management skills of over eight years experience in providing employee development and training to on-site remote employees, I'm sorry, on-site and remote employees and customers. Natalie is motivated by process improvement and enjoys finding solutions to business challenges, whether they're large or small. She also is a graduate of South Dakota State University in Brookings, South Dakota, and resides with her family on the family farm in South Dakota with her husband and two children. So welcome, Natalie. Thank you, Debbie. Thanks for having me. You're welcome. I didn't think about checking out the spelling of your last name and how it um, sounds. It's very different. That's okay. My, my no bad. Worries. No worries. I inherited it from my husband, so yeah, do right. what we can with what we get, right? That's right. We do. We do. Absolutely. Well, I'm so glad you're here with us today because Thanks. the topic that we're going to talk about is something that a lot of businesses uh, need to address. And we're talking about difficult conversations. Yes. And really, not just businesses, but even in life. We need to, how many of us, I mean, I'm guilty, how many of us need to have these difficult conversations and we go, ah, and the person's right there and they're talking to us and we just shrink away. Exactly. Right? Yes. We do that. So today our, our, our topic is difficult conversations and how, how do you not avoid those? How do you as a manager, and you're going to specifically focus on business, but I'll bring in the personal as well so we can apply that to our lives. And you're going to talk about the, the difficult conversations that we need to have and examples of that and then uh, what, what are the consequences of not having those and what are the consequences of having those. Yes. So how to start them out and all that. Looking forward to this. This is going to be a great learning experience. So turn up the volume and listen in. So the first question is, what are some examples of difficult conversations that owners and managers often avoid having with their employees? Yeah, it's a good question, Debbie. I think that 
the first thing that comes to mind is just performance issues. Sure. So if you're the owner or the manager and you see that your employee is not performing in some area that they're supposed to be, it's easy to look at that and see it's a problem, but it's difficult to then address it. Yeah. And so that's the first thing I think. Uh, the second thing is probably anytime you're dealing with not, let's say the employee is performing well, they can do the accounting aspect of their business or whatever it is, but they have some soft skill issues or some people skills issues. So, soft skill uh, is what people skills are are called, huh? Yes, that's what we're calling them oh, nowadays. I haven't heard that term. Man, I've been under a rock for a while, I think. Yeah, no, uh, things change and terminology changes, but you know, just dealing with, you know, you've got a good, again, you've got the good performer that can do their job but they're just difficult to deal with, yeah. or they have a bad attitude, yeah. or you know, they just maybe snap at coworkers or customers or things like that. And so yeah. as the owner, the manager, you look at them and they go, well, they're, they're getting the basic job done, which is what I asked them to do. And then you think, well, maybe I can just let the other stuff go. But and we do that for too long then, and yes. then it's kind of a crisis. Is that typical? Yes, exactly. Mm. And then you get to the yeah. point where you didn't have the conversation, something comes up maybe, and then you have to get into the situation of, you know, do I have to terminate their employment? And if you would have just addressed that earlier, mm -hmm. you could have avoided getting to that point. So. Well, and that's good to know because none of us like to do that. Yes. And we don't like, we don't like it when it's uncomfortable. And a lot of times what happens is when you don't address issues is everybody around that person and you in particular end up walking on eggshells right exactly whether it be at work or at home mm-hmm yeah yes. so that's a problem yes all right and then the third thing i would say um as far as difficult conversations for managers is just anytime you're dealing with maybe some dress code or hygiene issues or oh, something yeah, those like are that hard. those are very hard oh. Uh, it becomes, you know, really very personal. All of yes. these things are personal, but even more so. And then you might have complaints from coworkers, and so again, you know that you need to address that, but you just don't know how. And how do I start that conversation? And how do I talk to somebody about something that might not be appropriate or uh, some complaints that we've had? So those are the three things, I guess I would say, for conversations for managers or owners. Oh yeah, so you know, I, I mean, I even think about my kids as teenagers, some of these things were <laughs> yeah, issues. So this is gonna help me. I'm just really excited okay. to hear all of this. And really just in general, like I, 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 I don't necessarily shy away from the hard conversations, but I don't think I do them as well as I could. So um, you sharing these skills will be so great. So let's, let's just dive right in. These are some of the examples that owners have difficulty with. Well, maybe before we do that, let's talk about some of the examples uh, of conversations that employees avoid having with their managers. Yeah, so it's hard for managers when they have to address these things like we just talked about, but it's also hard if you're sitting on the employee side and you've got some concerns and you're not sure how you address that. So the biggest one from an employee perspective with their manager is that they're not happy with their salary, their wages, their benefits, compensation. Sure. And they feel like they're not being paid fairly for the job that they're doing or mm. that they uh, just aren't making enough at the end of the day. So how mm -hmm. do they bring that up and address that? Mm -hmm. uh, another one that we see is if you, uh, an employee has an ineffective 
boss or supervisor that they directly report to. So it maybe is a larger organization situation, but you've got different levels of management or um, different departments, but the person that directly, uh, that they report to directly just is not effective or... Yeah. Or, you know, I, I heard, I was interviewing a gentleman uh, not too long ago, and he said that 60% of leaders in the workplace are bullies. That, that stat surprises me, but it doesn't. I mean, that's just, that is sad though, isn't it? Yeah, mm -hmm. that's a huge number. So we need to know how to address this stuff. Right. Since it's right. such a big number, 60%. Right. Okay. Another issue for employees is maybe they feel like there's something like the company is doing ethically wrong. I think that becomes oh. of how do you um, how do you talk to somebody about that? You saw something that happened that you didn't agree with. You felt like it was an ethical issue. And how do you bring that up yeah, to the sure. ownership? Uh -huh. And yeah, I think like you say, there's just, um, we wanna help try to make all of these situations better. So I think the first thing is just being aware of some different issues. Well, and it's helpful that you point these specific things out. I mean, some people know it, but they don't know how to put it into words. Yeah. Like, what is it? Like, I saw something happen. Uh, I didn't personally. I'm just uh, making something up. I yeah. saw something happen in the company where somebody took some money, and they shouldn't have done it that way, or they manipulated the books, and that shouldn't have happened. And, oh, I know that's wrong, and now we know. Right. It's, a, it's an ethical issue, and it does need addressing. Yes. So, yeah. difficult conversations. Uh, what if we don't address these? I mean, like, talk to us about that. Yeah, I think overall, if you don't address them, there's a lot of things that could happen. From the employee perspective, I think that's where you just start looking at switching a job. I think we're in a current environment where, especially the younger generation, um, so to speak, it's not such a stigma to change jobs or to quit a job or to go to somewhere else. That's pretty normal, huh? It, it seems that's, like okay. that's you know, kind yeah. of the millennial and uh, generation that's just, it's easier to switch jobs. And so mm -hmm. I think for some people, instead of having that difficult super, uh, conversation with your supervisor or manager, they're just like, I'm just gonna find another job. Uh -huh. You know, so I don't yeah. wanna have this and you know, I know they're hiring down the road, so I'm just gonna look and, and so turnover then and the cost of turnover for employers. Sure, because then you have to train up somebody new. Exactly. And here's the situation, you may move down the road or you may get into a new marriage, but if you're not dealing with those hard conversations, they're just going to repeat themselves. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So that happens for sure. Yes. So you got to go there. Yeah. All right. And I think other things, you know, just like if you don't address it, I would say the culture of the company can suffer. You can hear, sure. you know, that's where you hear more of like people start gossiping amongst themselves, coworkers, because they don't want to talk to their manager about something. Sure. Um, or just, you know, a lot of negativity um, now as well in the environment that we're in with people being able to go online and post comments. Sure. Back with, to, with not a lot of, um, what shall we say, uh, boundaries? Yeah, exactly. <clears throat> but back to the example of the employee that has maybe able to do their job, put the numbers into the books, whatever, but they have the bad attitude. Uh, if you're in any kind of customer service related field, if they have a bad attitude with a customer, it's very easy again, yeah, for that customer to go online, post a negative Yelp review or something like that about their experience, and that affects you, obviously, as an entire company. Oh, so. yeah, that just kind of permeates everything. Yeah. All right, so good. 
So we've got the groundwork established for this uh, these difficult conversations. So let's dive in here to uh, where we need to go. So what you have obviously some some skills that you can teach us, some techniques. Um, go ahead and, and lead us there. Sure. I think the first thing obviously is just being aware that there's going to be difficult conversations and these are some of the things like we talked about what the topics were, um, but being aware of that and then being willing to dive into them, which is hard yeah. and realizing that, you know, that these are going to be hard things, but yep. um, having a culture that does encourage that. So in whatever way that looks like for you, whether it's at a staff meeting or um, you have a open suggestion box, you know, that you, people can leave comments or feedback at, or really that the managers and supervisors would be sitting down and talking and asking. And maybe the other thing is that your supervisors or managers maybe just need more training, you know, providing some training for them on how to have these conversations, especially if they don't have, a lot of times what happens within an organization, even for myself when I was younger, you take somebody that was good at their job and so they get pro promoted to a supervisor or manager mm -hmm. but just because they were good at making widgets per se right <laughs> does right. not mean that they're going Doesn't to be good to good dealing with people the soft skills yes for sure yes you see that all the time yes exactly and so um it's fine that you promoted them and you gave them that position but you can't just expect that they're going to automatically know what to do right just because they were good at making widgets doesn't mean that they're going to be good at managing your right. team of people so right. providing right. some training opportunities for them okay so that was my question how do you as a leader then um, fix these issues and help people understand how to have these difficult conversations yeah I think you can look at different companies that can provide training on it um, I know we do some with multi-business solutions where we can work you know with training and companies and then just um, giving people some words and phrases to use as they start up the conversations. Uh -huh. um, you so know, what would so, those be? Do you have You know, some... I think it's, if you're the employee, you know, um, or the manager and you need to have this conversation, I think you start with, you know, there's really something that has been bothering me that I need to take time to talk to you about. Mm -hmm. And trying to keep it from getting to obviously keeping it from being too personal against them, you know, and the, the words and the phrases that you're gonna use. So you don't ever wanna say, well, if you're addressing, let's say a performance issue, well, you're just, you do a bad job or, you know, something yeah, like those, that. Yeah, those famous you messages. Yes, um, and also if you can, if you have to keep it objective if you can. So if you've got a job description for them, which we always encourage people, even if you're a small organization, get a job description. Um, if you have an employee handbook, that you can go back to those things and say, you know, when you signed up, when you started with our company and you signed on for this job, you know, we talked about these are the things that we needed you to sure. do. Sure, yeah. And while well, we appreciate what you've been doing in X, Y, and Z, and you do a good job in different, those different areas, this is the item, you know, here that we need to address or that we've noticed there's a little bit of, you know, concern with. And so we want you to be successful in your career here. We want you to grow. Uh, trying to keep that message positive, you know, as much as you can. Um, 
we've been as a team actually reading, you know, Brene Brown's Dare yes, to Lead. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> and she is just, you know, so wise, I think. And she is. what she talks about about having difficult conversations and leaning into vulnerability and you know, she talks about when you need to even like terminate an employee, you know, she talks about that you do it with your heart and your head and that you yes, you need to do this and you have to, for your business, maybe have this, you know, you have this issue you have to address, but that you remember that they are people and that you do it with heart as well. Mm -hmm. So I think that's that's good in any of these difficult conversations to think about that um, whenever you can help people to, you know, save face, I think is good. And again, keeping it from getting too personal, you know. You know, I was recently at a workshop on humor and they had us do one of these exercises that I, I just think is so brilliant, where we were, we were partnered up and you, for example, had to copy me or I had to copy you. Yeah. <clears throat> Excuse me. And we did it. And, and, and the leader kept saying, you want this person to look good. So go slow so they can follow you. You want them to look good. Right. And isn't that the truth about even being a manager? Our job is yes. to help people look good and to help them do the best they can. And even in life with our kids. Yes. You know, we want to help them do the best they can. And when they go out into the world, that they know how to be social. Yeah. I'm so surprised how many kids don't even say hello to adults anymore. Yeah, I know. It blows my mind. Mm -hmm. It's such a little thing, you know, that a parent would say, you know, make some eye contact and say hello. Yes. We don't teach those social skills and they're so important. I agree. I know with my kids personally, I always make them, when we go to a restaurant, I try to make them order for themselves. Yeah, They have to speak up to the waiter. Like you say, make that eye contact, tell them what, they want. That's right. That's it's it's a little thing, mm-hmm. but it's so important. And did you know the youngest child in the family typically learns that they don't have to talk for themselves, right? Because everybody else is talking for them, right? Right. Yeah. Yep. They're and sometimes they're the last one to walk or slowest walker, right? And all of that. And certainly the last one to launch. Yes. Yep. <laughs> I'm not saying that all of them are. So please don't be offended if, if no. that's you. But it, it's. It's just how it um, the dynamics typically play out in our culture. Yeah. So yeah, we want to make each other look good. We want our kids to look good. We want our spouse to look good. We want our employees and our employer to look good. So how do we do that in a way that we can bridge and bridge the gap and have these difficult conversations? Yeah. And what I'm hearing you say is to keep it positive. Right. And sandwich it. Yes, right? The positive and then the issue we want to address and then the positive again. What is yep. that? The Oreo the, cookie? Yeah, something sandwich. Yeah, so you, you, you speak up and you say, you know, appreciate so much the work you do on like on, on XYZ, on the podcasts. And um, we have this issue we need to address. Um, what's happening with this or how is this playing out? I'm finding this is happening, what do you, what's your take on it? Mm-hmm. Is that a good way to present it? Yes, I think so. And then you would sandwich it again with another positive, again, looking forward to our, our next podcast and, and that coming out in a timely fashion in a way that um, will make this company shine. I don't know, right. something like that. Yeah, and obviously everybody has a different perspective and they come in to a job with a different expectations and 
you know, depending on where they've worked before, they maybe have had oh, certain sure, experiences sure. that they're going to bring with yeah, them from their bet. past, Absolutely. right, Debbie? <laughs> they are going to bring that from their past for sure, Natalie. Yep. And so, you know, they come into that job with whatever they have established up until then and whatever their life has been like. And so um, you, you kind of have to accept that and then realize that um, sometimes people from the employee perspective, maybe they feel like you as the manager are really tough or different things you know, like that, but it's because of maybe something in the past, right? Right, um, right. Maybe. So then you might have to dig a little deeper. Yes, yeah. And go to some some hard stuff. There might be some hard stuff there that... Right. And sometimes the employees don't want to do that. Right, right. So what do you do when you come up with a, an employer or an employee when you've done this You've stayed away from you messages and you've tried to make your, you know, your boss or the employee look good and they're just negative. Where do you go with that in a difficult conversation? Yeah. I mean, I think you just keep, you know, you first have to start trying to keep working at it. Realize, I guess, that the first time you have a conversation, you might not resolve everything. So um, you might have the intention of sitting down and addressing some issue and you hope that they'll go away and they'll change right away, right? But um, sometimes it's going to take maybe more than one of those difficult conversations okay. to get your message across, right? Kind of like with our kids, yeah. um, you know, they come in every day and they maybe throw their shoes on the floor and right, their coat right. and you say, pick it up and I want you to put it here and this is the place for that. but. It takes maybe several days for that to get across, and then hopefully in the end they do learn. Right, right. But it's it's going to take a little time. So it would be if you have the same repeat problem and you go back to the person for a second or third time, how would you recommend addressing that? Yeah. I mean, this is where we always tell employers too that, you know, you do have to document these things and that you're, you know, keeping track of these conversations that you've had. Um, and if I've had to, if I've, we've talked to them about something before and we have to address it again, you know, I think I would just say, you know, Debbie, as you remember, we were in this room having this discussion about your job performance, whatever that is, you know, a couple weeks ago. And we talked about that you would have to stop this or start this, whatever the situation is. Yep. Um, let's just say that your issue is that you're late to work all the time. Um, and so yeah. you have a policy, let's say that, you know, they have to clock in at eight o'clock and they are always late. So maybe it's just five or 10 minutes late, but it is an issue that you need to address. Sure. And so making sure that you sit down and you have that conversation with them about in the example of being late, why that's happening. Right. Maybe you'll find out something that you didn't know. Maybe mm -hmm. you'll find out that they're a single mother and they've got six children and they're in charge of school drop off in the morning oh, sure, sure. and that's something that they can't get out of. In some cases then, maybe, depending on what your business is, you can adjust their start time. Right, we don't have to be rigid if we're in that environment where we can be flexible. Right, so it mm -hmm. just depends on what your business is. If they are in charge of opening up the gas station though at 8 a.m. and that's the only person that you have for that, then you might have to discuss with them whether or not this is gonna be able to be a good job sure, for them sure, or not. Sure, yeah. So it really depends on the situation. Well, and you know, you and I could talk and talk and talk because there's so many different variables that can happen at home or at work, right? With our right. kids, with our families, with our 
with our work environment uh, that make things challenging and having these difficult conversations. So Natalie, let's, um, let's just take a, a minute here to kind of recap what we talked about today. It's been great information. I know for me it has been, and I'm hoping that uh, some people out there listening are like, oh, I hadn't thought about that. So having those aha moments, why don't you just do a, a recap for us on, on having these difficult conversations. What are the steps to do that? And yeah. the pros and cons. Sure. So I think the first thing is, you know, just obviously being aware that there's going to be situations that are going to come up, whether you are the manager slash owner or you're the employee that you're going to have to address. It's just inevitable. It's inevitable. Yeah. So realizing that there are things you're going to have to address and being aware and being willing to have those conversations. So mm -hmm. it takes a good deal of bravery too. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and uh, being willing to put yourself out there mm -hmm. and stepping into that conversation. So talking to them again, and we're just going to do it from a positive place initially, especially to right, start with right. and letting them know that we have noticed this issue mm -hmm. and we'd love to discuss it with them and get some feedback on them, on it from them. Uh-huh and that we can you know have some of those phrases and things like what i hear you saying is you know tell me more about this that's not my experience but you know help me to understand mm -hmm. i think trying yeah. to come to a place of understanding right. is good because so often we don't know the whole picture exactly and then when you get a piece of the puzzle you're like oh <laughs> right yeah right and so being willing to do that and taking the time and then realizing that you might have to have the conversation more than once. Okay. Um, but coming also to a place where you realize that we're not going to have this conversation, you know, 10,000 times. <laughs> right. That at some point, right. if it's right. the behavior that needs to be corrected, a performance issue, and it's continuing, yeah. then you might have to part ways right. with somebody. Right, if it's not something that, that they want to correct or that, or that needs to be changed or that they want to change, I mean. Yes, yeah. And then if that happens, again, then we're gonna do it from a place of, you know, compassion yeah. and- Heart and head. Heart and head, yes. Yeah, that was a really good way to put that. It really stuck with me. Yes, me too. Yeah, Brene is smart. Yeah, she is, isn't she? That's good. All right. Well, again, thanks for coming on our podcast today. It's so good to have you, Natalie. Thank you, Debbie. This has been great. Yeah. Appreciate it. Yeah. Oh, you're so welcome. And if somebody wants to reach out to you and connect with you, how would they do that? Yeah. So you can find us on our website. It's probably the easiest. It's www.multi-solutions with an S at the end. Uh, or business, excuse me, dash solutions.com. Okay, say that again. Yes, right? www.multi-business-solutions.com. <laughs> <laughs> www Great. Or you can email us. It's just office at multi-business-solutions.com. Just put the hyphen in between the multi-business-solutions. Dash dash okay. Uh, you can call us at our office number is 218-770-2691. Okay, great. Uh, we also do have a Facebook page that okay. we try to stay active on oh, and great. post content. So you do can you, find do you us there. you post tips and things like that on there? We do. We okay. come from both that's the nice. accounting and the human resource side of the business. Sure. So we try to put things relevant to the, both of those sides and then That's we'll do great. fun just drawings and giveaways and stuff too oh, sometimes nice. so yeah okay sounds great well thanks again this has been delightful and i look forward to seeing where you guys go and also 
maybe we'll do something again in the future that's different. Yeah, that sounds great. Yeah. Thank you, Debbie. Thank you, Natalie. <laughs> so good to have you. Hey, thanks for stopping by today. Make sure you subscribe to our show. And if you liked this episode, please leave me a review so that we can continue to bring good quality guests. If you want more from me, just go to goodbyepast.com and you'll find wisdom, tools, and inspiration to help you say goodbye to your past and hello to purpose. Join us again next week for more tips and insights that help you get through life's challenges.